0: New York, New York, big city of dreams New York, New York, big
1: city of dreams NYC What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from Nick of Time Show Here, give you that Knicks talk Just in the nick of time And it's time to talk about a Knicks loss, man The Knicks, we lost, man We lost to the Atlanta Hawks, 111 to 117. Um, no Julius Randle today, so we're led by uh, the guy who is going to be the leader of the team sooner or later, R.J. Barrett, who finishes with 30 points, 13 rebounds, and two steals. Evan Fournier chips in with 11. Alec Burks chickson with 21 points. Obi Toppin gives you 10, Emmanuel quickly gives you 17, but the Knicks, once again, cannot convert in the fourth quarter. I scored in the fourth quarter, 32-22. The Knicks were up 10 points with 8.5 to go, and the Hawks close the game on a 28-12 run, and the Knicks lose to the Hawks. We are going to talk about it all, Good, the bad, and the ugly without Julius Randall. uh But you know what it is, man? Before we get into the details of the game, let me first introduce my guy. First is my man from the YouTube channel across street. I call him the Raw Metaphor. This is the Raw Hebrew Remnant. What's going on, Raw? <laughs> What's up, Jay
0: Ellis? My goodness, man. Well, we'll talk about it.
1: Yeah, we're we going to talk about it. And, um, also, you already know what this is. Is uh the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts.
2: Ryan Keys in the building and we're about to talk about them unimaginative ass
1: <laughs> Shout out to Ryan. He's cursing in the first few minutes making sure our YouTube rating goes down. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> But Brian is pissed today, as you can tell. Shout out oh to... My <laughs> God. Shout out to everybody rocking with the K.O.T. show. If you like this show so far, please hit the like button. Please hit the subscribe button and comment below to keep the algorithms algorithm for the K.O.T. show. <laughs> All right? <laughs> shout out to people in the chat. Shout out to Troy Flat, Craig Yo, Ward. I
0: think, I think Ryan was being light on that. I yeah, he, he was. He was. He had fire, more. but he's trying to help us out here. He he us. He's trying to help us. He's trying to help us. So oh, it, it,
1: man. But, but you know what Ryan got that fire under him today because last game the last, the last the last, show I was tight the last show I was pissed um, and you know Raw came happy, low lucky, Ryan was cool today, Ryan came in with the fire, so I'm going to let Ryan kick off <laughs> the post game today, Ryan <laughs> let me know man how do you feel, what did you see today in this game man
2: <laughs> first I want to lead off by um saying so Ian Begley just tweeted what Thibodeau talked about during his press conference and he said when asked if having Todd Gibson in for OB top and throughout the fourth was for defensive purposes Tom Thibodeau concurred and cited defensive rotations in his answer he also said the Knicks wanted to do more switching against ATL in the fourth and cited rim and paint protection <laughs> okay now
1: oh no he said he wanted okay, to do more I... switching is okay, what, now. Is that what he right,
2: said? Now, he didn't now, say that. Now, now
0: he, didn't let say me that. Add,
1: he did say he
2: that. He didn't say
3: that. Oh my gosh,
2: man. Now, let me ask y'all a question. This switching defense that Thibs basically had all game, how many points did Trey Young drop tonight?
0: 45.
2: 45. Again?
0: 45.
2: Fourth quarter, Burks basically been getting burned all game from Trey Young. All game. Late in the fourth, IQ is on the court. IQ is a better defender than Burks. Why are you not switching IQ onto Trey Young? Why are you not being like, okay, the switching defense is not working? Let's try something different. Why not stick IQ on Trey Young? attempt to fight over the screens. Do not switch. If trail Young needs to be contained, tell Mitch trap Trey Young off the pick, and then when IQ recovers and have Mitch recover back to Capella if he if he runs to the rim. Do something different. Why are you going to continue to do the same BS defense where trail Young's been torching you all freaking game, all freaking game? Why are you going to stick that same bum defense? And then on top of that, the, I think the three which DeAndre Hunter hit to hit to um
1: pretty much put the game out of reach. They double Trey Young off of Bogdanovic. Why? And, uh, and now they have to switch out uh, Taz Gibson's ankles because. Yeah.
0: Any <laughs> 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 ankle replacement surgery
3: over there? Oh man. <laughs>
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, rest in peace, Todd, rest yeah, in peace, Todd his
1: ankles, yo,
0: rest in peace. I was going
1: to say, uh. you, I'm running back down the cross, sorry, yo, man, I had to do it to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, man, I had to do it. I had to do it. And normally, I wouldn't make, I wouldn't even make, I wouldn't even have to smoke for Todd's but man, I need you I to laugh today, all right? I yo, that was <laughs> last game. You got last game posted. You don't have this game. Oh, my gosh. Uh shout out to oh, super chat early. So $2 super chat. I said, shout out to Ken T. Good game. <laughs> Hashtag fire tips. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Um all right, Roy, Roy, what do you have to say about this game? <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. No,
0: look, this listen, man. I'm telling you, in a presidential election, now you're gonna think I'm crazy, but in the presidential election, right? Every year. They have a state, and that state is called a bellwether state. It's usually, they call it Ohio, the bellwether state. Why do they do that? Because if, whenever whoever's presidential candidate wins Ohio, that presidential candidate usually wins the White House. Hmm. It's only one state, but it's a bellwether. It's oh, a, it's a signal. Now,
1: now, right?
0: Right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> Deuce McBride is the bellwether. <laughs> he's the bellwether. I was saying on Twitter, if he plays 20 minutes tonight, we'll win. He played eight minutes. He's the bellwether. And as we were, they started to stretch it. They had, uh, it was 99.92, and he subs in Alec Burks. So first off, the lead, we lose the lead. Then secondly, he's yelling at Alec Burks. He calls timeout, and he's yelling at Alec Burks, and he's saying. Pass the ball. And I'm thinking to myself, that's like asking a blind man to see. He's not a point guard. So Alec Burke comes back out, and he starts dribbling over, dribbling again, and turns it over. And I'm like, I don't blame Alec Burke. I'm not blaming Alec Burke. This is on Thibodeau. Then, Obi Toppin, when they were playing good defense at, at st- times on Trey Young, it was because Obi was running out there double him and then getting back to his man. Obi was all over the place. Yeah, he everywhere. really was. And so uh and running the floor, hustling. And because and it's not that Taj doesn't do that. Taj is 30 freaking six years old. Obi's 23, 24. So I'm like, what is the deal here? Do you want to win or don't you? But just like my man Ryan G said, this cat is unimaginative. He's a daggone on Neanderthal. And you know what? I have to say, if they fire, him, I understand. But you know, the problem is this: he's a short of his job for
1: next year. That's the problem. I'm still, I'm still bugging off the fact that he went on on TV. He went in front of <laughs> the media and really told them he planned to switch tiles Gibson on Trey Young. <laughs> that was the plan, sir. <laughs> that was the plan. <laughs> I can't believe that was the act. Aren't you a defensive coach? Aren't you like the creative ice? The ice defense is, aren't you like? Ah oh, man! When when did the defensive coach become this? I just I just don't get it, yo. But I I'm I'll say this: there's a few things that I saw in, in the fourth quarter. I'm a, and y'all y'all talked about the things you talked about Obi not being present. <laughs> you talked about you know, <laughs> you talked about um Alec Bergson. but uh, I want to talk about some other things first. R.J. Barrett, um. 41 points in the night, 30. He had uh 30 points, 10 rebounds. No, 13 rebounds, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm, Three assists, mm-hmm. two steals. He got to the line a hefty amount. Uh, 11 of 17, which is an amazing number for R.J. Barrett. Um, 64% from the free throw line after shooting 80% this month. He needs to get that back up for one. Two, I think him not having the jump shot going today hurt tremendously because when the game got tight they all they did was pack the paint. All they did was pack the paint. And then not only did they pack the paint, they got used to his kind of the his passing lanes. So they packed the paint and then they shut off his passing lanes. Um so coach uh decided to go away from RJ Barrett towards that fourth quarter because he felt like, alright, it's been two times in a row that's not working, uh, Alec Burks has the jump shot going, so let me see if you go 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 to Alec Burks and see if he can get it going, and Alec Burks hit a few jump shots in a row, but and it helped on the offensive end, but as you guys stated on the defensive end, uh, it helped it hurt us tremendously, because Trey Young was torching him the whole game. So, Killing him. Yeah. him. Yeah, and, and I also I feel like IQ got a little bit tight. I feel like IQ got a little bit tight. Um, because he was scorching. He came in the game. He still had a good game, uh, number-wise. 17 points, five rebounds, two assists, shot 54% from the field. Um, but when when IQ, you know, well, two or three from the free-throw line, which is, you know, still not IQ-like. Um, he missed the, the patent in Florida when the game got, got tight. Yeah,
0: I was surprised at that. I thought he was going to hit that one.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I, I feel like once RJ didn't have it going, we need to kind of lean on other people to get it going. And I just, I think the – I feel like games past started playing in the back of, Nick's, of the Knicks' mind, and it got a little bit tight. But I still, I'd still rather lose this way than losing with Randall doing post-ups and stuff like that. I rather mm-hmm. lose right now with RJ trying to learn how to finish and the game getting a little bit tight. Because truth be told is I feel like we got a, a couple of good shots still. Um, instead of the, the, the RJ looks towards the end but um I, I still rather lose that way and then of course on a defensive end for me I feel like um this is kind of what happens when you have like a mosh posh crew right right playing defense that really haven't played long stints together I feel like that's that was a big reason why the de- defensive collapse happened like so like you know the the, the Mob deep as as Roll likes to call them. When you watch them play defense, it's like seamless. This is this is like yeah, like watching. It's a machine, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like watching ballet, like Alvin Ailey, right? Beautiful. (laughs) Everybody knows everybody's gonna everybody's gonna be instantly. Ob gets promoted to 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 the starter, to a starter, and all of a sudden the starters defense looks a little bit wonky. Ob doesn't exactly know where to be with the first unit, and I feel like that threw him out of whack in the first quarter. And ultimately, I feel like that kind of threw our our rotations out of whack in the fourth quarter. Because there's a couple of times where you just saw two people go to the ball and no one knew where to recover. And I feel like that helped lose the game in the fourth quarter on the defensive end. And, like, if we were able to play with Rand- without Randall more often, uh, I think things like that wouldn't happen. Like from training camp? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like from Trina yet, yeah. but I, I feel like that plus the free throws. Uh, Mitch one for six. RJ Barreling for seventeen, and you know just the execution in, in the fourth quarter, you know, on both sides of the ball, all hurt us, all hurt us. But overall, man, I mean, overall, the offensive game plan. I liked <laughs> for three quarters. I liked how the game flowed. What about you guys? For three quarters, I like how the game flowed. I actually thought
0: they did good in the fourth as well. It's just that he made the wrong substitutions at the end. I felt like um, that Obi should have stayed in the game in the fourth quarter. I really, I mean, I thought they were doing well. You know, they they had gotten a seven point lead and I felt like that wasn't going anywhere. And then they had Deuce out there. To me, with that unit right there, I think that was a nice flow. They had a nice flow going. But all of a sudden he takes, he puts Burks in and he takes out Obi, and he puts Taj in and to Me, that's when it started to fall apart, and to me, quickly was playing good. But to me, the reason quickly was playing good is because he was playing from like the shooting guard role, he was doing good, man. I was yeah, like, Yeah, you was know him up, so yeah, he was. And so, I was like, You know what, Th- that's because that's his natural role, man. So, I don't know, it's uh, this is like it's, it's all messed
1: up, it's all messed up, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if you have anything to add to that, Ryan. Yeah,
2: I mean, Raw pretty much said everything like I really had no issue with the Knicks from the first quarter until when they got to lead in the third and early in the fourth quarter. Like, my only issue all game was the switching on Trey Young because I felt like that what that wasn't working, until, and clearly it wasn't working, you know, with Trae Young dropping 45. And, you know, and my thing is, like, we all know what Dibbs is, you know. Pretty much, you know, Ross said to Dibbs is a Neanderthal. You know, he doesn't... There's no imagination to his um, defensive schemes or whatever the case may be, he just sticks with one thing and doesn't make any adjustments. And it's like, okay, you know, you know, he should have just did something different. Like, okay, you know, you have McBride out there, you know, why not keep McBride in the game for, you know, to guard Trey Young, you know, just try something different, just try. you know, you know, just exactly. Just try something different. Like even, even if you want to bring up the argument that, okay, the Knicks have an outside chance of making a play. And because I feel like that's part of the reason why Tips is sticking to what he does, it's like, why not just try something different? You know, keep McBride in the game to guard Trey Young, you know, yeah, put RJ on Trey Young, you yeah. know, somebody just somebody different, you know, don't just go with Burks on Trey Young and then do the same switching. And then on top of it, it's like, okay, you want to do the switching thing, right? Why is Tops, why is Todd Gibson in the game then? Obi is the younger, which
1: is wild.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah exactly so, I mean
0: You, you got Obi to, right Obi's younger Ryan He's quicker He's completely on point And just like this Like You are th- Coming into the game You're 30 and 41 You have to change something Right I mean it's not working Whatever you're doing Is not working So It just makes sense Like you said
1: I mean why go with What you always do When we've been losing Most of our games Yeah It's funny because You know He, he coaches out of fear Because No, no Because the Knicks were up thirty-four to thirty after the first quarter. The the, the bench comes in, right? So the bench comes in and the, the bench is, you know, in the mob deep. You got IQ, we got McBride, we got Sims, we got Grimes, um and was Obi in there? I wasn't sure if Obi was yeah, in Obi there. Yeah, Obi was in there. They yeah. were doing work. Yeah, Obi, was, Obi was in there. They were doing work. That crew was doing work. Pushed the lead to twelve. They pushed the lead to twelve. They pushed. The second unit pushed to lead to 12. Um, Bogdanovich comes in the game, scores seven straight. Coach calls timeout. Takes out McBride, takes out Sims. (laughs) And he panics and then, you know, puts puts most of the starters back in and leaves in IQ. And that's one of those moments of like, okay, we had a four-point lead to start with. They, okay, they cut it down to seven, but we still had a lead, and and that was the team that gave you the lead in the first place. So that's one of those instances where I'm like, well, you know what? You should, maybe you could have, you know, just called a timeout to regather the troops and then just keep going with that second unit. But again, you already know what it is with Tibbs. He got a little bit scared. and uh, uh But it is what it is, man. That's that's what Tibbs is. Um, At this point, we were almost mathematically eliminated from the play-in. Yep. So, mm-hmm. uh, he might not have a chance, <laughs> but to play these young guys a little bit later. But I don't know this fool. He might cut off his nose despite his face, man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I man.
4: mean,
2: trust, trust me. I'm still expecting to see Burks play 35 minutes.
0: That's right. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm still expecting when Randall comes back. Randall's going to be playing 38 minutes. That's right. I'm, I'm not expecting anything different because
0: he hasn't shown me that he does. He hasn't shown me any will to change.
1: Feel, and
0: tomorrow they got a game. It's a the back to back. They, get, they play Charlotte at Charlotte tomorrow. Yeah,
1: that's a big one. It's that's that's another big one. Like. This one and the last one should be the nail in the coffin for the Knicks yep. as far yep. as playing the vets. But yo, Salute to uh, BKNY. chat it says, off-season plan. Addition by subtraction. Sell the vets. Pay Mitch Robinson. Sell Randall and take the rest of the team to training camp.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, you know what? You ain't got no argument from me on That's that a, one. A solid plan. That's a solid plan, man. That's what's up. That's a solid plan. I'm with that right now, yo y'all I'm definitely with that I saw somebody said we need stretch five man do you see Mo Bamba is cooking man Mo Bamba cooking cooking man get that boy Orlando beat Golden State tonight
2: <laughs> yikes Ooh. yo Golden State's been slipping as of late
0: too Orlando beat tonight man and but they've been actually honestly they've been playing um Wendell Carter Jr. more than uh Mo Bamba
1: that's fine y'all don't value him
0: we will all right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like tonight, like last night, I think Wendell Carter Jr. had 35. Tonight they play. They actually play. They play um, Mo Bamba 24, 23 and a half, and they play Wendell Carter Jr. 33. Yeah, so they're 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 more leaning toward Wendell Carter Jr. It looks like, and so
1: I can. That's what I'm saying. I believe Bamba's available. We could get him. I believe so, too, man. I'm with it, man. He's looking nice right now. I'm
0: totally on it. If if Mitch Robb walks, I'm totally on, I'm totally on it. On I'm
1: definitely on it. I'm definitely on it. Call on up Obama. That. All right. Yep. Now, let's go. First of all, if you're liking the show so far, please hit the like button, subscribe button, and definitely comment at the at the end of the show. I read each and every comment every single time. I'm, I am so I read all the comments. So I thank you for everybody who comments on the show after the show. All right. And also, if you want to call and talk to us, call, dial in 319-527-6241. I know we have a caller up. For, I think we got Jason. Oh, we got four callers up. Okay, let's run through these. First caller up, we got uh, Jason from the Lower East Side. What's going on, Jason? What's, up, What's going on, man? What's up, Avenue D in the house? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are more mad than I am today, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm chilling today, man. I even going to lie. <laughs> You're not
3: even that mad. I mean, like, I actually think Tibbs made an adjustment. Because cause the Knicks don't usually switch a lot. So I think that was his adjustment. And I, what I realized about Tibbs is that, you know, the one adjustment that he does make, and the only time he ever makes adjustments is to go to the vet. Yeah. Yep. So his adjustment today, the mid game adjustment was I'm just going to go to Taj. <laughs> <That's> exactly.
1: <laughs> <me>. <laughs> and it's funny because I want to crack on Taj because Taj came in and, and scored a smooth five points in one minute. <laughs> And then he was like, ooh, Taz is cooking today. I'm going to play more 48 after that. So it was like, man. Oh, my god, <laughs> This is like, but I mean, so Taz did his thing in the first, in that second quarter anyway. But having Taj switch on, on Trey is still like a crazy thought to me. That's ridiculous. yeah oh,
3: you were to play wouldn't you want to like probably go small so that way you have more guys that could guard on the perimeter? Uh, yeah.
0: I, I thought about that too. I thought yeah. if you had IQ Burks and, and and McBride out there, I thought that would have been a better, you know. They they'd be small but quick and they'd still have some defense.
1: Yeah. I guess I, I should give him credit for not having Evan out there because he was a turnstile on defense all night. So I mean but I, no. I, I guess I should give him gone. some that, credit, I guess.
0: That uh. unit they had out there with Grimes, it was Grimes, Deuce, who was it? Uh Grimes, Deuce, Obi, quick. Who was it? was it? Was it Mitch Ryan? Was no, no, it was Sims. It was Sims. Taj was, was out there, there with that crew. Sims was out there. That, that crew was rolling, man.
3: No, I think Taj was out there with. I don't think Obi played in the fourth quarter at all. He didn't. No, he
1: didn't.
3: He no, didn't, didn't. no, he didn't. No, no. It was Taj. Taj. I don't know if it was Mitch or Sims. And then those three.
1: No, yeah, it was just. But like, go ahead, sorry.
3: Yeah, like, it's like another thing. You were talking about, Ryan was saying how, like, why do you have. Burks on on Trey. The other thing that that does is it means that IQ has to guard Bogey. Yep. And, yeah. and so what happens? Bogey takes him and uses his height. And it, like, why? It, it yeah. makes no like I don't think he really thinks that, like, he thinks Burks is our second best perimeter defender. I know. <laughs> it's weird.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. No, you're absolutely oh right. He does. Good, he does. As good as defenses IQ is playing, but, but Bogey doesn't really have to. Do anything to shoot right over him, so it's kind of like a weird decision in the first place.
3: He's better at guarding quick guys, so he's better at guarding Trey young than Burks is, and Burks will be better at guarding Bogdanovich. I mean, that's like common knowledge. You know what it is? That's that's the whole point I was trying to make.
2: Because I'm like, if if you're gonna be out there with that exact lineup, why don't you have IQ on Trey instead,
1: and then move Burks about? That's exactly the point I was trying to make. That's exactly what Brian and Ryan was saying, and that's true. That's a good. That's the point. You know what Tips was trying to do, but he messed up. Like Tibbs, because in the first quarter, right, you already saw it. Tibbs was hunting Trey Young. Anybody, you know, anybody who was on Trey, he wanted to go go get go to. So when Trey was on Burks, Burks was ice on him. When when Trey was on R.J., R.J. was ice on him, and he even tried it with Quick as well. So I feel like maybe he thought he can wear Trey out by keep going that direction in the fourth quarter, but you know it doesn't work when I.Q. is in the game because then you. Like, like you said, it kind of messes up on the defensive end and messes up a little bit of the, the defensive Not only
0: balance. that, you don't think other teams have tried that? You don't think he has seen that 100,000 times already? Come on, man. This guy. No, but actually, yeah, but no, no, but raw, that's literally like the biggest weakness that the Hawks have. You
3: look at yeah. any Hawks fan, they are like, yo, I don't know if we can win with Trey Young because he's that bad
1: defensive. They're actually saying that in Atlanta?
0: They yeah.
1: The in the
3: yeah, he might be the worst.
1: Yeah, he's, wow, he's like man. towards the bottom for sure. It's a solid yeah. plan, but it, it depends on your lineup. And that's and yeah. that's the yeah. that's the adjustment that the adjustments that Tip has to make, like once you have IQ in the lineup to finish, you can't go to that planet anymore. Or, or, or
0: and not only that, I just think Trey Young is too good. Like he gets rid of the basketball, but He doesn't turn it over. He gets rid of it, and and then it gets it, it gets to a, a DeAndre Hunter. It gets to a Bogdanovich. That's what I'm saying. He gets rid of the ball, so it's hard no, to, we, to to no, guard no, him. No, no, we were talking
3: about are talking about on offense. Um, when Trey Young's playing defense, targeting him. That's no, what that's, we're right, talking that's
0: about. right. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. No, um, but he's he's not sweep, I'm just saying. But I mean, okay. So if you if you attack him, right? You attack him when he when he's on defense. What what has what happened when they tried that strategy today? I mean, well, in the first half it worked. It in worked. The second half, kind of worked, but then Burks. I don't know. What, I don't. I had to
3: look back because I don't remember if he was always guarding Burks when Burks was trying to do all that stuff. Or somewhere exactly. Else. Yeah. Because
0: think, they were down. They were down in the first half by what? They were down by what? They were down by six, or eight? What were they down by? What? They were down by eight in the first
1: half. The, the yeah. that by, I think six in the first half. That first quarter 64. we scored like thirty four points, so it worked in the first quarter. I I do believe when Burks was going off in that fourth quarter for that little stretch, I do believe that um he was on that uh that Trey was on him, but it just right. didn't work for the entire quarter, and then it, it I don't much know. Did, did, Trey, or did Trey or Trey guard quickly? I don't remember who Trey was guarding at the. I have to
3: watch it back because I don't remember. I feel like he might have tried
1: trickly later on, I think.
2: Was he guarding quickly? Oh, oh, you know what?
5: He was
0: guarding quickly.
2: Yeah, but they were
0: playing like a zone actually one time when when RJ turned the ball over. It was obvious they were playing a 3 2 zone. And I was like, why are you, what are you doing? And he tried to go one on one. He got stripped. And I was like, you got to recognize that's a zone, man. That's a zone right there. You can't do that. I think they did that to protect Trey Young, too. They were playing in a disguised zone for right.
1: a time during tonight. What you got to do yeah. when you're playing the Hawks, man. But yo, Yeah. Yo, yo, thank, yo, thank thanks, yeah. Jason, for calling. I want to get to these other callers. but uh, Also, Jason, uh, thank you for uh, – unless you have another question. No, I was just going to say I, I can't stand the media. Like, does the media
3: not realize that the Knicks are a bad team this year? Like, they're, like, <laughs> talking like – Oh my God! Is Trey how Trey Young handling the pressure? I'm like, how many players have had career highs against the Knicks this year? Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, calm stand down. He's yeah. playing against one of the best teams in the league.
0: And at least Trey Young's also. We've had no names drop thirty and forty on us this year. Yeah, like, yeah, oh my yeah God, that's fact. The Garden again. I'm like, handle the Garden. Look at how everybody else is handled playing at the Garden. Yeah. exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I agree with you, man. The video was a little bit overhyped for me. I, I, I wish I never actually watched that halftime show, but it is what it is. I can't get those. I can't get those. Five, those oh, I never. I, when
0: TNT, <laughs> I never watch it. I, I turn off the music. I put my music on. I turn off the sound. I cannot hear TNT. <laughs> yeah, because you already know you're going to hear
2: some Nick's hate. It, it never yeah, fails. Yeah, I yeah. cannot hear
0: TNT. I just can't. So I just turn off the mute. I turn my music on and I went through
1: that. I feel <laughs> you, man. All right. Yo, yo, salute to you, Jason. Thanks for calling in. And, and thank you for inspiring uh, Ken T's article. If you haven't noticed, if y'all guys don't know, Ken wrote an article about New York Knicks will fire Tom Thibodeau, and he takes jab. Well, he takes jabs at me. He, take, he took a jab at me. Who is really, Ken T? Oh, Ken. Ken. Um, well, Ken is the writer of the the writer editor for the uh, Nick of Time right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So he makes, he makes fun of me, and then uh, he kind of defends his position on, on Tom Thibodeau. He does a pretty good job, so definitely check that out uh, at com and read the, the latest of New York Knicks Will Fire, Tom Thibodeau. You guys will kick out of that if you want right. to. I got ether on my own blog. That's crazy, right? You yeah, guys. man. Your own boy chopping your head off
0: like that. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh,
2: man. man. <laughs> matter, no fact, you, matter of fact, you'll be able to talk to him next because he's – uh apparently he's on the line oh All right. let's
1: go I, I, <laughs> next caller up we got our man ken
5: what's going on yo yo what's up fellas raw what you mean you don't know who i am man Are you been following the show what you only uh, pay attention when you when you talk oh. i don't know who i am come on man.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> and, and listen man, i ain't talking fun of you jay i'm calling it the way it is it's oh. cool, dude. <laughs> You agreed with Jason. Jason was making also, good you, points. You could be cool and just be like, hey, I don't agree on your, your Thibodeau take. But listen, but when we talked it out, right, we, we were in, a, in agreement, right? Because we listed out, hey, what are the top five reasons why the Knicks have, have you know, have not been successful this season? Mm-hmm. And Thibodeau wasn't the top of the list. And, I, and that was my point. But, but anyway, uh, really quick, fellas. I know no, t- um, t- t- <clears> Thibodeau was on the list, I though. Tempted- <laughs> Tippettal is on my list. No, he He's was on not... the list, but to me, it was he—he he was down the—he was down the list like he wasn't the number one reason. Uh, but anyway, uh, um, I just want to make a, like a quick point. Uh, I always say that, but I never do. But like one of the things I was thinking tonight, and then as I went on social media and I checked other sites and, and hearing you guys, I'm getting the same vibe. Like nobody is upset we lost. Like technically, this is a game that if we would have won, right, we would have been you know our odds are getting into the into the play it would have improved and you would think normally fans would be like man what the hell randall isn't playing today they saying, you know can't believe we lost but nobody's upset nobody's upset and that play. tells you something <laughs> right nobody's upset that randall didn't play no one's upset we, we lost because of that no one's blaming the loss on not having randall so that really tells you where the fan base is with this team and particularly with, with julius randall uh, and regarding to, like I talked about, I try to be open-minded, right, because it's easy for us to criticize because, like, listen, this guy knows and all these coaches know more basketball than us and they're there with the players every day and they got more intel than we do on what's going on. And as fans, like you said, we, we play the results, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, for instance, like I live down in Miami. We follow the Heat a lot and Smolstra. And people down here, when they were losing, they were always complaining that he made too many adjustments. Right. right, And then the uh, the same thing with Like He was too loyal to his guys. So that's that's definitely a thing that like most coaches fall into that trap. So I think it's really important that like, you know, I liked having the Thibodeau guys here. I mean, Derek Rose could still play. Todd could still, you know, contribute as a role player. But, you know, they're good for setting the culture. Right and explaining what the coach wants, you know, how he wants things done and why, you know, and, and smooth things over with the coach. Right. But somebody, somebody needs to put Tibbs in check when he goes overboard, like you talked about today, like you, your adjustment. Like my man Jason, thank God I went after him so I didn't get torched. But like my man Jason said, you know, it's like your adjustment can't be, oh, let me just go to, to what I'm comfortable with, which is Taj Gibson, and we saw what happened at the end of the game, right? So that just leads me really quick into the article. I wrote about Tibbs. Like, listen, we know he's going to get fired. The last thing we should be worried about as Knicks fans is firing coaches. We lead the league. That's the only thing we lead the league in, is in firing coaches. Right? We're right up there with the Nets in the last 20 years of firing the most coaches. The best is something. Um, <laughs> right. But, 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 like, you know, like, like I wrote in the article, what Jason said is, what about next year? What are we going to do? And that's the one thing I want to throw it back to you guys about is how do you think we should approach next year? Because honestly, like, looking at the research and the politics of Leon, like, unless something really unexpected happens, a coach like Tibbs is not going to get fired in his first two seasons unless something really egregious has happened. And the reality is last year he won Coach of the Year, the team overachieved. You know, we could talk about why, but they did. And then this year, like you said, they were expected to be a 500 team. No one predicted they would win more than 43 games. Mm -hmm. And Derrick Rose, we don't talk about. But listen, you know, having half a a really good point guard, especially the last five Mm -hmm. minutes of games, has made a difference. And we haven't had Derrick Rose for most of the year. So I think there's enough built-in excuses and credibility about what we, we complain about Tibbs for him to get another shot, especially since it's in Leon's best interest. But my point back to you guys, I want to hear from you guys is, how do you think we should approach next year? Because, like, I wrote in the article, I think there's really two approaches. It's most likely Tibbs is back. So either you bring in somebody like Atlanta did last year when they brought in um, Nate McMillan to be the assistant coach, uh, you know, to be in, in waiting in case, you know, the team faltered under Lloyd Pierce. I see that would be extremely controversial if the Knicks try to do that with Tibbs, especially knowing how Tibbs is. The other option is, is Johnny Bryant. Do we all think that maybe Johnny Bryant would be the guy to, to, to step in next year if the team gets off to a bad start? Because I see him as the natural successor to, to Tibbs. Right. But I don't know if, if he's ready yet or, 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 or what, what you guys feel. So I'm, I'm going to finish my thoughts there. I want to hear what you guys think about how we should approach the, the coaching situation for next year. All
1: right. Cool. Thank yo. you. Thanks, thanks for calling, Ken. Uh, First of all, I'm going to say this, Ken. When I was naming the things that was wrong with the team, I wasn't naming things in order of importance. I was just naming things as I was thinking of it. So that might have been the confusion. That that doesn't mean I don't think Tibbs is part of the reason. So I think that's where the confusion lies. Uh, Second, I do agree with the thing that you wrote in the other articles. I do feel like there's things that we do have going for us, and that is like the youth movement and stuff like that. So I do agree with that, but I also agree with Jason as well. You know what I'm saying? Jason also has good points. I actually agree with both of you guys. the 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 um That's why. I, that's why I even ended that whole conversation without was I'm on the fence about even firing or letting firing Tibbs or keeping Tibbs. That was before the, the the. That was before the um, the play yesterday. The thing that happened a game ago when Tibbs <laughs> refused to when when Tibbs checked out uh IQ. In the last, in the fourth quarter for Alec Burks. And he's like, I wanted to get the veterans in. And I was like, okay, I'm kind of done with this guy at this point. But anyway, guys, you heard the question. What do you feel like our approach should be over the summer or moving forward, even in the offseason coming up? Well, he just asked about the coach. Um, that's
0: a foregone conclusion to me. It sounds like Tibbs is back, so we don't even need to discuss anything else. If he, if he, um... Falters in the first half of the season, it's going to be Johnny Bryant. That's why they obviously have him as a you know associate head coach. Right. So so he'll he'll immediately step in. I don't think that's a big mystery or anything that we need to. That's that's not even something we need to be worried about. I mean that's going to happen. So Tibbs is going to be back. If that's what he's asking about as the coach, there's nothing to discuss. It's going to be Tibbs.
1: Right. I agree with that.
0: I, I just.
2: Yeah.
1: What about you, Ryan?
2: No, just saying that I feel like it's going to be the same. I feel like if they do fire Thibs next season, mid-season. You know, if the Knicks continue to falter, then I believe that it's going to be Johnny Bryant taking over. I don't think the Knicks are going to hire somebody, you know, who can possibly be a head coach as an assistant coach on the Thibs. I don't think the Knicks are going to do that because I feel like with the new front office, they want to at least build a culture and they want some type of continuity. So I think that's why they would probably, probably go with Johnny Bryant if they do decide to fire Thibs in the middle of next season.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, and I, I feel like at this point, I think you have to move Randall in the offseason. Like, I feel like you gotta move Randall and Burks. I think that's yeah, I agree with that. I, I think, but you know, that's what I'm
0: saying. If he's somebody gonna ask a question, the bigger question is: What direction are the Knicks going to go? What is the organization's decision in terms of where do they want to head? Because right. there's a there's obviously a disconnect between what Tibbs wants. And the roster. See, if Tibbs was coaching the Geritol team in L.A., they would be (laughs) doing better. They would be doing, seriously, they'd be better because he's the type of coach that's built for them type of dudes, right? So you give him that type of team, he'd love that. But he is not built for a team with nine players that are young players. You know what I'm saying? So there's a disconnect. and, And he's relying, he's like a guy relying on the few vets that he has and, he, you know, he's, he, he gives you a couple of young guys, but you know what? He had no choice with RJ. RJ was starting from his rookie year, and that wasn't going to change, right? And he likes Mitchell Robinson, and that wasn't going to change either. So, the next thing, then he decided to adopt as his grandson IQ. So, he has that, but everybody else, eh, you know. And then Grimes just started getting burned, you know, in December, and then he heard it so. But, to me, they got to decide, if you're going to go vet, then trade these kids and get some vet. If you're not, then get trade the vets and play the kids, and let's see what you yeah. got. See, everybody's got this mindset that you know the Knicks are are you know ready to. to I thought they would be ready to challenge for the, in the East, but the reason I thought that is I thought Tiz was going to play some of these kids more than he did, like other teams do. But he didn't do that, and so that hurt us. Then Kemba, you know, Kemba was done. We wasted a whole bunch of drama with Kemba, and so that. Those things, to me, contributed to this. But now, you got to remember, we're in the year two of the rebuild, and we need to go, like, we're in three or three of a rebuild. To me, that's the direction they need to go. Yeah. And I believe I believe Leon's going to go that direction.
1: Yeah, I feel like we have to lean in a little bit more. I feel like the attitude of Julius Randle kind of put the nail in the coffin for me and a lot of Knicks fans, where it's, like, it's just time to move on. And then, you like, you already saw how he played today with RJ. And, you know, it's not always going to be perfect. But, like, the thing about RJ is, like, all right, Nine times out of ten, you go to the hole, even if you miss. If he, even he misses, it, you get, it presents an an opportunity for offensive rebounds. And you know, on nights when his jumper is going a little bit more, I feel like it might be a little bit easier to close out games. But I also feel like you know, if we go away from Randall, we, we trade Randall. We see OB a little bit more. We get him more comfortable. And mm-hmm. then also, I, if we get off of Alec Burks, we have another guy in, in Cam Reddish. Where we don't know where we have on him yet, but like he's another guy that is, can, he kind of flashes some potential. I was randomly looking at numbers today. I was looking at like random pick and roll numbers today, and he's like in a ninety something percentile in pick and roll sc- scoring, which is crazy. But he's only done it in like you know eighteen percent of his possessions. So it, like, there's more to explore with guys who can create their own shot, and, and Cam Reddish and R.J. Barrett. So I would, I would probably, I would probably. Double down on that onto next season. Get Obi some minutes, and just lean more into the to the youth movement for next season. Especially considering, like, the the fact that the Knicks took a step back, is doesn't bode well for free agents coming here. It doesn't bode well for uh Donovan Mitchell or whoever you have in your mind who wants to you know make his way to New York. Like, like we have to keep building our young assets up at this point because we don't have enough here. So I, I'm, I'm going with that direction for next season. If I'm Leon Rose anyway. Um, Yeah. Hold on. And shout out. So first of all, shout out to 102 people, 102 people in the chat. It's 104 people in the chat today, watching at the KOT show, please hit the like and subscribe button. man. we're here after every game doing these post game shows crazy. I hear after a loss, all these people so but we're here we're here so definitely hit the like button too because kind of light on the likes so Thank you for everybody who's watching um shout out to bkny who says a five dollar super chat who says i'm okay with mo as mitch rob replacement however i wanted to get your guys opinion on looney from golden state warriors as an option Yo, we we answered that question last time last time um mm-hmm. uh, bkny i don't know if he was here maybe you left by the time we answered the question but um he wasn't super high on, on, on Looney being here. Nah.
0: He could do better for a backup center.
1: Yeah. We could definitely
0: yeah. we could do better. Yeah, we could do better. I mean Looney yeah. looks good because of who he's playing with. Yeah, right. that yeah,
2: yeah, too.
0: Yeah, look who he's playing with. But I don't no. Nah, I don't I don't know nah. I'd rather have uh like I said, we I'd rather have um, What's that boy Drummond? I rather have Drummond in my backup center. I mean, but if we're gonna lose Mitch Rob, I want Mo Bamba. First. Yeah, I want Mo Bamba. I want are, Mo Bamba. Eyes locked on Bamba for Matt. For Bring Matt. Bring him on. on. But there, to me, the biggest problem with Obi, really, he is a player that needs a point guard. Yeah. Period. Yeah. If you give him a real point guard, you're going to see a really different player. But he's a player that needs a point guard. He needs a real point guard. And yeah. so once you give him one. And, and somebody, I think it was Berman. It was somebody from the Post that wrote something. I don't know if you all read it, where he said, like, if, if Leon, does, they said at the end of the article, they said, if Leon doesn't solve the point guard problem this summer, he'll be gone quicker than Tibbs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <I> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can
1: it,
2: see it, that happening. It, it, yeah, and I mean, when you think about it, though, like when you think about the Knicks' draft history, point guard has always been an issue for the Knicks. When was the last time the Knicks had a legit, Point guard, we could look at it and be like, "Yeah, this is a franchise point guard." Like, when was the last time we had that on the Knicks?
1: Clyde. Yeah, like I, I don't really, I don't, <laughs> I don't really see a point guard savior coming next season. To be honest with you, that's the other thing. I like, don't either. Like he, so he, he's good as gone. If if, if <laughs> he's good as gone, well, like, you we don't we're gonna
0: really have to need f- a savior. You just need a legit point guard, like a legit guy, like somebody that's a real, not somebody you trying to change into a point guard. Somebody that's a real point yeah. guard. I know you, know, I you I don't mean, gotta have. You don't gotta have it. do you don't have to be all NBA. he just gotta be a legit point guard.
1: I feel you. I know. I know. I was talking about the um the guy from Dallas as the guy. I mean, he's he's a solid point guard, but I, I feel like he's a little overhyped as like the guy. You know what I'm saying? But so he's definitely a guy. Yeah, yeah. but he's solid.
0: Talli- me. I mean, let me ask you. I think I don't want Jalen Brunson, but let me just put that out there. But he's better as a point guard than IQ Emburs. Yeah, that is
3: true. That is true.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you know, he, uh, that's what I'm saying. So I w- I don't want, I don't want to pay him eighty million. I'd have rather have tried to get Fred Van Fleet for ninety million over three years. You know, I would try to get him than 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 pay Brunson eighty million. I don't. No,
1: nah, I agree with or you. Or Sexton, I like Sexton. I too. like Sexton too. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I love. Been, Sexton, I've been saying man. I like Sexton
0: for a while. That's my attack dog right there from the yeah. Alabama boy.
2: Yeah, and and I feel like Sexton might be cheap too, just the fact that he's coming off an injury, and Cleveland has Garland. Who else they have over there? round oh, I, right. I don't. Even though I don't know if they're going to be side Rondo for next season, but the fact that the Garland has you know emerged as a, as a legit starting point guard and also a point guard at that, mm. I, think, I feel like Sexton might be might be available on the cheap, maybe. No, yeah.
0: Sexton is available, and you know what though? I mean, but I mean. Sh- I mean, t- for him, cheap is eighty million, but I'd still pay him. <laughs> I would, yeah, like I, you already know I'd me still bro. Pay him. I already I'd pay him. If
1: you if you can give me over twenty, if you can if you can score over twenty points a game, I'm trying to, and stay. you're that young. I feel and like you figure out the rest of the game. 4 years
0: old. He's 23. He's yeah, not going to be 24. Oh my god, man. No. If, give yeah, me that boy. Give, if, give me give me Alabama over here, man. Yeah. Please. With all his flaws, time. too. With
1: his flaws. We just we need, just yeah. need Brian. We Yo, Brian. he's
0: not everybody's expecting the, you know, pick Chris Paul perfect point guard. You're not going to get that. But if we could get him, that's a real good start. I could do a lot worse than that. Shoot.
1: I exactly. I, I feel you on that. Next caller up, we got our man Big Reaper, aka Silver Analytics. What's going on, Big Reaper? Hey,
6: what's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Uh man, it was actually a pretty interesting game. I liked it, you know. Um, you know, too bad OB didn't play that much. He didn't see like uh the fourth quarter at all, so that was kind of crazy. It's terrible. Um You know, like the funny thing, watching Tibs in the sideline. Um you know he knows he's screwing up. And he, he's doing something he's not supposed to be doing. When he folds his hand really tight. Yeah. And he's like really stiff in the sidelines. It's almost like, you know, it's just it's almost like, you know, he's getting pressure. He feels pressure. And so, so it's interesting to see that sometimes when he's on the sideline. Uh, but uh, also, sorry, Obi Toppin, at one point in the fourth quarter, he got up. I think to kind of walk up towards like near the sideline. So to get into uh, Tom Thibodeau's view, I think maybe he did hey, that hey, to make sure it's the like coach you forgot me. <laughs> He's the type that would do that too.
0: He's the type that would do
6: that. <laughs> I believe it. I'm like, no, nah. yeah. The coach didn't forget you, man. Uh, that's probably why the coach is folding his hands the way he was folding them because, like, I'm not putting this kid in. I can't stand him. I'm not putting him in. Oh man. And so, God. yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty crazy. Uh, man, they were hunting Burks and Evan Fournier the whole game. Both of those guys, I think they gave up, like, probably 48% of the points. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. No, you like ain't it. joking. I, I, it feels I, like, I, like it.
1: That's it. why Evan you didn't like see the fourth I, quarter. Uh, Evan uh, you did not see the fourth quarter.
6: It was, like, it was unbelievable, man. It was crazy. But on the bright side, like, I, you know, honestly, I got to, you know, um, RJ struggled defensively a little bit towards the end of the game. But I think he's playing in way too many minutes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I think 41, he needs to, think, like, come right back on. Minutes. Yeah, because he was playing really good defense. At first, I was like, you know, I wasn't sure. You know how you kind of tend to focus too much on, like, people's mistakes? But then I kind of, like, I went back for, like, the stuff I do. I have to, like, I go back and tabulate, like, all the uh, defensive possessions. Mm-hmm. And he actually, up until the fourth quarter, I thought he did really well, you know, on the defensive end. Him and Mitch. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mitch yeah, was a Mitch. monster. And like, yeah, he did a really good
1: job. I'm sorry, go ahead. Nah, Mitch is man. Like, every time I see Mitch on Capella, and I see that little lob play, I'm just like, man. I just keep thinking back how 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 much of a difference Mitch would have made in the playoffs in the playoffs last season because that Capella. Every time Mitch is with Capella, Capella does nothing. All right, nothing at all. Okay, oh Capella, cool Capella. You know, yeah, you swatted Ob's little shot away but then you got dumped on by the, the block nest monster all right two hands mitch <laughs>
0: <laughs> i heard that toilet go <laughs> <laughs> that and
1: nasty yeah. exactly. exactly that's for capella
2: stats for tonight one of one from the field two points six rebounds that's the exactly.
1: stats for tonight <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the what mitch happens effect. when mitch rob is on him boy. that's the mitch effect pay that man all right
6: yeah <laughs> right pay so, that man yeah and it's like, it's you know, so – and then the other thing, look at the effect of Mitch Robinson. You know how he always, like, makes sure, especially, like, when he's playing against, like, uh, guys like Capella. Mm-hmm. His production on the rebound is not always that high, but the reason why is because he's keeping uh, Capella off the boards, off the offensive class. And so yep. he does – like, RJ had 13 rebounds today, and it's almost like everybody was worried about, like, you know, being able to, like, kind of reproduce that defensive rebound, like – um uh, what's the name? Provides uh, Julius But I think a lot of that defense. Yeah, I think a lot of it is because like, he's playing right next to Mitch. Mitch basically basically boxes out. He always finds a body, and he just kind of makes it really easy for someone to come up to swoop in, uh, swoop in, and get that rebound. And RJ had ten defensive rebound and 13, uh, 13 mm-hmm. overall. Obi had uh, seven rebounds overall, and he only played twenty three minutes. That's right? true. So you know, uh, honestly, it's. I hope they. this is like I thought it was a good sign yeah they didn't win and they need to get rid of the coach but you know it shows that they can actually survive without like I think they can survive without like um without uh, Julius oh they can know? maybe uh, if they
0: start from training yeah. camp if they start from training camp with that understanding they would they would definitely be able to develop nicely
1: yeah man and yeah. You know, that's a tribute to RJ Barrett kind of you know um, progressing um Mitch progressing as well and, you know, other, other guys kind of stepping up in the absence. So uh, There's a, a path to success without Randall. We just have to game plan for that. People have to get used to their roles and used to how to play yeah. without Randall being there, and then I think we'll yep. be, be fine. And it takes time. That's what I'm saying. But really, seriously, if, you, if you're
0: planning that from training camp, you'll be ready. You'll be all right.
6: Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. You know.
0: Just
6: two more things real quick. Yeah, like I agree with that. Like, um, I mean, like when you have OB – and Mitch on the floor with with RJ, it gives RJ so much more to work with. And it's not just him trying to, like, get to the basket and get a bucket. Because everyone else, they're not really moving. Like, OB and Mitch are the only two guys that are athletic enough, dynamic enough to move in the lane. And if RJ passes them the ball in the rain, they can actually finish over, like, you know, over some hands and over, you know, basically over some bodies. Right. And so it's like, it's kind of crazy. The coach has not even really seen it. Like he should be playing OB with RJ a little more. I mean, it just gives, you know, it just gives them like, it gives RJ a lot to work with. And it's just like, but he doesn't want to see it. And funny enough, um, the last conversation I had with you guys a couple of days ago, Roy, you was talking about how like, you know, the power forwards, Basically, it's uh, obviously you really get a power forward that basically produces as much as, let's say, Randall does, right, in terms of points production. Mm-hmm. And it kind of got me thinking what the coach is trying to do. He's kind of – it's almost like he thinks he's found a cheat code, right, because he's got this power forward because you know how he always talks about matchups. I've always said Thibodeau, like, he actually understands analytics a lot more than people think. He constantly talks about matchups and winning your matchups, uh, so what he does, he looks at basically the individual matchups that you have because he's doing sort of t- some of the same stuff I try to do where how many points did someone score on, like, you know, on Julius Randle how many points did like Julius Randle score. And so if you kind of get enough people that win their matchups for the night, then you have a good chance of winning. But the biggest problem with Randle is like his efficiency is way too low. Right. It's like he wins he might,
0: exactly. Yeah. He might outscore and out-rebound, but if his efficiency sucks, that's nullified by his own inefficiency. And he's
6: very inefficient. He's extremely inefficient. And so, like, when you, like, look a lot of, like, look at a lot of the metrics and, you know, like, for example, the PIE, right? Like, he looks pretty good on a PIE. But then when you actually, you factor in, like, you know, like, basically defensive factors into it, Mm -hmm. he drops way off. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know? And it's just like, um, and, well, even, like, if you use other metrics that's not PIE, he's really high. Because a lot of the metrics are just looking at points and then, like, basically, like, how your share of rebounds that you get. And when you just look at those two isolated, it just look, his numbers look crazy sometimes. But, you know, uh, but once you start factoring in, like, efficiency and then defense, he just, like, you know, he just fell, falls, like, way off. And that's why when you look at, like, basically his PER is basically the same as Obi Toppin. And people find it hard to believe. When you kind of throw that out there, they like, you know, they're saying, oh, you're cherry-picking stat, uh, stats, but he's just really inefficient, and it's just, and so it is what it is. But, yeah. you know, that's pretty much what I have, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Right.
0: Hey, Reaper, man. All right. Shout out yeah. to Reaper. Silver right. Analytics. Yeah, Silver
6: yeah, Analytics. Man. He's, he's that, that's
2: the real man with the stats of the That's facts. the real the man with the stats
1: You're going to have to break down PIE on a later date. like <laughs> All right. Next caller up. We got Soulfinger. Okay, Soulfinger. Well, I haven't heard, you, heard from you in a minute. Welcome back, Soulfinger. Soul Finger. Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's, what's going, going on, on man? <clears throat> shout out to um,
7: 3 times Dope with the pod world. How y'all doing? All right, you doing all right, doing alright right right. Nah, we man? good, we good. All right, all right. Amy, hey, just real quick, everybody, go ahead and come in the building, you know, come on here and watch it. You gotta, y'all gotta hit the mic, like, hit that mic like button, get everything up. Yeah. You yeah, know, right. shout out, Nick the time. Let's get it. Let's go. So, That's right. um... I'm not even mad about the game. I look at the games now to see the young fellas get in, Facts. Um, more or less. But just, first of all, the other three callers ahead of me were on fire, so they didn't leave a lot of meat on the bone, so I'm just try to do <laughs> what I do. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I had something in my head, they were like, oh, I was going to say that. Talk about that. And then uh, what uh, Uncle Wall, when you know, had to say, I, I agree with everything you said. Um,
5: Appreciate a player
7: that. like Obi definitely needs a point guard. This team needs a point guard. We haven't had a, truth told, we haven't had a point guard, a relevant point guard. Since uh, Moby Dick was a sardine. This is, this is, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, if you really look at the whole situation, because even with Mitch, can you imagine Mitch with a point guard? Right. How much more right. that can bring his game?
0: Oh my god! You know, we're
7: we talking about Obi because we know what Obi needs, and it was good to see Obi and a lot of some. You know, you had a lot of people that hate Obi and whatever. You know, Obi needs work. We have a coach that's not suited for this team. I'm not saying Thibodeaux can't coach, but he's not the right fit for this team with that many young guys. Right. Again, if he was in LA, that team in LA, I guarantee told you, tears that night with pictures of the, that Lakers squad just like with tear a tear in his eye like yeah. man, they all over thirty.
0: I'll tell you that type of team he would, yeah, love, you're right he would about love that. that team. He would love that yeah. team, man.
7: He would love it. I mean, because when Todd, because when Obi was getting in foul trouble, and he put Todd in, I was like, and Todd hit them, those. Uh, he got his quick five points. I said, oh yeah, he about to ride. He about to ride. Yeah, t- that's t- exactly t- what t- I t- said. T- I was like, <laughs> oh, he about. <laughs> <laughs> <He laughs> five minutes. That's a
5: shame. All you of can- us said
7: the same
0: thing. <laughs> Everybody knows that.
7: Like that. Yeah. So, and he he does the thing. Um. Tim's is a creature of habit. He does the same thing. And then, like you said, you can tell when he makes those mistakes. Because I'm sitting over there, he, he's clenching his fists and he's looking like Gargamel over there. <laughs> you know, he's mad because he made this mad, this bad call. You know, um, early in the game, the, the early, early in the game, um, doggone um, Burks, Burks was cooking. He was warming up. He was hitting shots and stuff, mm-hmm. which was good for RJ because it was taking a lot of pressure off RJ. Right. And then we went away from putting pressure, making Trey Young play defense. You, they were switching, putting him in that position. But let's be honest, fellas. Let's be honest. You know, you, you, know, you have people always talking about Ob can't play defense. I don't hear anybody talk about Evan Poignet. Oh, we talk about Evan yeah, yeah, no, defense no, all the time. All no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> we talk about this yeah, yeah. episode. Evan is a crazy Matador, man. He's a yeah. <laughs> matador <Yeah>. matador
3: <laughs> of those,
7: Yeah. He, look, no, the thing is, Evan <laughs> Fournier can't stop traffic with a stop sign and a red light. <laughs> I mean, he can't stop nothing, man. He's that bad. No, he is. He, is. He, he I mean, but but OB's still young, so he 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 did his four years in college, okay, whatever, whatever. But you can still train, you can still work with him. You gotta give him time along with the other guys. I think the, you know, a big product, part of our problem is our younger guys without with the exception of his grandson and Grimes who got in there because of, you know, the virus with Rona and injuries got a chance to play. If Tibbs would have been inserting them earlier in the season the miscues and everything would be right. wouldn't be as bad as they are now. Same for you know like Obi because you know people are saying this about Obi Obi. What can you judge in seven minutes, man? Nothing, right? I right. mean, you know, seven minutes. I you can you can fry up a, uh, a couple of bologna sandwiches in fr- uh, in seven minutes, man. Right, with all, of it, with all the you know <laughs> you know like that. Make you some Kool Aid and all like that, and do it within seven minutes or whatever, man. So what it is is we got the wrong coach for this team. Nothing against him, and then goes back to the front office and the miscues that they made. But he's not going anywhere, you know. Yeah. And then you know you worried about you know you have people, you know you worried about because Evan Fournier can score. Evan Fournier was shook. He was he hit one three, but he hit one he had what five points today, five maybe seven points. He looked like he was shook because uh, Red Velvet was giving him the business.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah.
7: Uh, Kevin Herter. Red
0: Velvet was giving him the
7: business. Kevin hurts looked like an
0: all stop against him.
7: For real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the thing, man. It's, it's we got the wrong people that in place, wrong veterans and all that. Thing. You got to make a. You got to make some moves. We already know Kimball's gonna be up out of here. You gonna have to make a move with uh with, with uh Mitch. Figure out what we're gonna do because I love when Mitch come in there because Capella talk all that noise. He talk all that jazz, but when he got baptized.
1: You know exactly. When Mitch
7: baptized yep. him. Mitch looked at him. Mitch is doing it. He looked at him, and Capella just had his head down, looking like, "Oh, man. Yeah, he
1: <laughs> nah." He should have shook his finger at that. That was for Obi. Nah, that was for Obi. You should have shook your finger at that boy. He said,
7: "Bless he you, man. He should have done something and tell him he's too small. you too exactly. little. you too little.
0: Yeah, for real. You know, and Capella plays yeah. with point guards, man. You know what I'm saying he's playing with a point guard. Exactly, And that
7: makes the difference for a cat like that.
0: Yep. You know, we a
7: need guy. a point guard. If we're not in the off season. Do want I do, diligence to get one. Because you got teams with point guards out there with a, with a plethora of point guards. Plethora. But the difference is is how, you know, if we go after, say, say you go after OKC, because they got three men sitting over there. That's a point guard that could possibly be with use. Or you try to prop um, Brogdon from Indiana, because this season, now, I mean, after this, uh, this season, he'll be tradable. You know, you can go for a trade. Or you go after a Colin Sexton. And Sexton last season he blew up Philly. He blew Philly up by himself, and he's got that dog and that thing to go. He, yeah. he can't play. These, he can't do this. Look, man, we're at a point in time right now where, and I, for the most part, we we are what I call PG uh, team point guard thirsty. That <laughs> you know we brought Kimberly in. and He got half a kneecap,
1: and mm-hmm. it just wasn't working. I feel you.
7: I feel you know you. we. We thanks.
1: we need we need a point guard. Yeah, I I agree with you, man. Yo, thanks for calling in Soulfinger, man. I appreciate you calling Oh, right, y'all take care, minute. brothers. All right. Thank you, brother. All right, all right. Yeah, so saw somebody said, huh <laughs> Start IQ, bring me right off the bench. Hey man. That might be happening in a game or two. We'll you see. It might be. Hopefully tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right? It <laughs> might be happening in a game or two. Well,
2: wait, 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 wait. Thank you for bringing it up, bro, because we got more quotes from Thieves. Uh, so, <laughs> they've said tonight during the post-game conference, the position we're in, they're all must-have games, so that's it. But you're not eliminated until you're eliminated, so keep fighting. Oh, my fighting. God. So, tomorrow night against Charlotte Hortons, expect to see the same Mitchell vibe. Robinson, Julius Randle, RJ, Evan Fournier, and Alec Burks.
1: Bruh. Is, is Randle still... First well, all, well was maybe, Randall, maybe
2: maybe not Randall. Maybe not Randall. Maybe Randall's still going to be hurt. But you, you already know Obi's going to be in front. All I'm Randall saying is he's going to be the same five. Really? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. Is he really hurt, though? Or was it because of that incident in the Jazz game? They were like, yo, sit down for a game. or something going to call ass ass said, a ass
0: ass They it. They just fined him 40 grand. I thought he was going to get suspended. He yeah, just they fined him 40, 40 grand, man.
1: They, he like, yeah. he, he deserved to be suspended for uh, what? Con, what con somebody's put it in the chat, YouTube chat, conduct detrimental to the team. We deserve to be suspended yeah. for that because I was PS yeah. he pulled. So yeah. I don't know that was that was the Nick's way of of uh sitting him without the embarrassment. You know, you, 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 you your thighs hurt. Just sit down for a day. Like that right. gotta be, <laughs> that might have been what <laughs> happened, but who knows. But hopefully, you know, he he sits down and think about what he did tomorrow too. So we get some more Obi Topic minutes. I would like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Next caller up. Let us know what you want to talk about and where you from, man. Yay! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> My God, JT. What's up, fellas?
4: Look, welcome back, Raw. I should have called last show. I should have called last show to welcome you back. You know, effectively, but hey, welcome back. Welcome back,
0: thank you, my Thank you, my As
4: always, salute to you, Jay Ellis. Um, definitely Atlanta. We wanted this game. I hate because you know already. You already know the fanboys online. Was going to be all over Trey Young. I could say some more graphic stuff, but I'm not going to because I know I, you know I can't do that to the channel, but you already know be, <laughs> so I really wanted that W. I really wanted that W. But uh, just to talk about the game, really wish Cam was healthy because Evan didn't have it, so it would have been good to see Cam get Ev Evan, Evan right. minutes tonight. Yeah. Uh, definitely a big problem I see is just, as always, is when we had, we had good momentum, but then. The pressure starts going. We start relying on bullet, our, our offense becomes way, way too predictable. So it's like, you know, it was really frustrating to see us go like that because we pretty much was um, and pretty much we was uh, we had we was looking good. We were looking good all game. Uh, topic conversation. Obi. Obi. I. I feel for the kid. I feel for the kid because it is very evident that this coach does not mess with him. and He doesn't. And he and he doesn't trust him. He genuinely doesn't have his trust and. I get when people say, "Oh, we don't see what we see in practice," but to me, I feel like practice is like when you when you're practice when you um hitting the bag or hitting the mid and, you, and boxing, it's different from having somebody in front of you. So it's, you're not going to have the same versus actually getting real real reps. So hopefully, yep. Randall is nursing his injury, extra you know, and <laughs> an extensive time <laughs> so at least Obi can get Obi can get some runs.
1: I feel you. So on that.
4: you know that's just yeah because we because you know you really want to see because Obi's athletic he runs he. It's the floor. Like, I definitely love seeing when him and Quick on the floor together because they can feed off of each other in that, in that regard. And But it's funny because I don't know if I'm the only one who noticed it. I feel like OB didn't look too comfortable on the floor. Like, he still Randall, – Randall's in street clothes. But it seemed like he, like, Randall probably had his uniform under and just, and you know, like, all right, I'm subbing in. So, <laughs> so he just didn't have that. And look at well, look what happened. He didn't even play the fourth quarter. So, even with that – it's really, it's really difficult to see. We just got to see as the season progresses. I'm not even going to harp on Tim's rotation. Cause that is just who he is. It makes no sense. It makes no sense because that's just, you know, no matter what we're doing, screaming, this is what he wants, this is who he wants to play and how he's going to want to play the players. So um, that's, that's pretty much – I'm glad to see RJ – when RJ was running the offense, offense looked way more fluent. It was, it was great. So like we like I think Cole said before, or one of you guys said it that um, that we didn't look so hopeless without Randall because RJ also um, brings attracts a lot of double teams because you know he gets to he gets to the paint at will mm-hmm. and the more and more he get better at that and then he and I think he's a little better at um at dishing the ball out whenever you know he drops in the basket. So if they could just you know so that's just that's just pretty much something good to see. So I mean I've always. You know, we always got gunshots. You know, like up for RJ, but it's good to see, especially that when he see him playing as the guy, especially against a team like Atlanta. Right. It's not like we were playing against the G League Pelicans or something. This is Atlanta. You already know the intensity is on TNT. It's everywhere, and he and he stepped up to the plate.
1: Yeah, yeah, all but, good points. Man, I mean, even I mean, Atlanta's I mean, defense is kind of trash sometimes, but I still want. I still like to see RJ. Our... <laughs> Go ahead.
4: Yeah, no, no. So I was saying, I like, yeah, it's trash, but he, but he
1: didn't, he didn't, he didn't fold under the pressure. He didn't fold under the pressure. He did what he was supposed to do, say for the, for the most part. Um, but yeah, that I rather, I, like I said in the beginning of the program, I rather, I rather lose this way, going through RJ, having him have to figure it out in the fourth quarter, having him at least attack the basket and give us more opportunities for offensive rebounds, than going iso Ramblo, ISO Randall, for our whole quarter. Like I rather this way. And then I just have him grow Because exactly. see how he's grown so, so far And he can grow some more So I'm with that
4: Exactly, exactly So that's what I want to see too Because sure, we all hope We all hope that Randall Get a one-way ticket out of New York To whatever it is We don't care Because it, it, it seems like it's a lot of stuff going on But it is what it is On that note Keep it quick Salute to yeah. y'all fellas It's always a great show Everybody make sure you hit that like button Make sure you subscribe You share
1: And I'm out Yeah Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to my guy JT, always rocking with us, rocking with us, rocking with us, man. Uh man, uh, this is a back-to-back night, man. We back at it tomorrow yep. versus these Charlotte Hornets. It's gonna, it's gonna be me and Ryan and Ryan G tomorrow, no raw. Um, but we we'll back-to-back back though. Yeah, back-to-back back on our Drake stuff. So we'll be here tomorrow night talking Knicks basketball versus these Charlotte Hornets. Hopefully we get some more Obi Toppin and some less Randall. and um. More Deuce McBride. and <laughs> Give me some more Deuce,
0: man. Give me some more yeah. Grimes and Deuce together. Yeah, Grimes, man. Grueson. I want to actually see Grimes, Deuce, and Quick on the floor together again, man. That yeah. was
1: nice. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I want to see but Grimes go off because he hasn't gone off since he came back from injury. So, yeah. I, I want to see him, hit, like, you know, crack some double digits, get some 15, 20 points tomorrow. That would be nice to see. His shot is too Ooh. nice. He's going. It's going to eventually fall, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Today's mm-hmm. tomorrow's gonna be yeah. a test because we got um we got uh, make bridges tomorrow. Ooh, bridges is a monster. So uh, bridges is a monster with Lamelo and all of them, yeah, that Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no matter who I we can, playing, I... Obi he's covering up Randall. So Obi might have a tall task if Randall's not playing. But whatever, let's go, Obi <laughs> yeah, OB. And I can go.
2: guarantee you tomorrow night I will not be pissed off because now I will officially be checked out. Yeah right. So you know, if I see Thib's typical rotations, I'm not gonna let it upset me. I'm just gonna be like, you know what? It what it is. Is what it is. It is what this it is, is. Tibbs. We, we know what to expect from him. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna rise my blood pressure anymore. I'm
0: good for the rest of the season. I'm <laughs> That's right. Don't let it kill you, man. Don't let this man do that to you. Absolutely. <laughs> Yo,
1: somebody asks question for the forum and the KOT. Oh, question for the forum and the KLT staff: Who has a better chance of returning, Cam or Obi? Mm. They both will return.
0: They'll both be back. You can imagine any player plays really good on a contract year. So this is Cam's contract year. He gonna go off next year. They're keeping him, and Obi ain't going nowhere. Nah, they they both year. Yeah, he just gotta be healthy. Yeah, they yeah, both gonna be there. he's gotta. But be I healthy. think he's gonna. I think somehow, when guys in the contract year, they find a way to stay healthy. Yeah, you're right about yeah. that. <laughs> it's, all, it's, it's going to be Arjun's contract year too. Well, contract. I think they're going to sign him this summer. I think they're going to they're going to extend him. But I don't, you know, Cam. They're going to let him play another year, so he's going to go off, man. He's going to do his thing.
1: Yeah, that's more that's more reason to keep um shoot, that's more reason to trade Randall. So We get Ob minutes. and that's Cam what I'm next Now, season.
0: if you ask who's like more likely to be here, Randall or Ob, I'm going to go with Ob.
1: He's likely to stay. Randall yeah. might be gone. Yeah, yo, my Ooh. thing is. And it's funny too because actually, the when it comes to the second unit, I feel like I still feel like Cam fits more in with the second unit than Obi does because of the way they use Obi. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they use can Obi as a,
0: four. Cam could play some four.
1: Yeah, like they use Obi as a spot up shooter. Like they use Obi yeah. as a spot up shooter. They don't. They don't really do pick and roll with him anymore. Right. So uh, so when Cam was in there with the second unit, he seemed to fit more seamlessly because they was using, you know, they was more using Sims as the guy to, to, to do pick and roll. So I feel like Cam actually fits in with the backup role bit, uh, better than Obi does.
0: I'd like to see Obi play like really like Randall type minutes in the team because he gets to the basket anytime time he wants. Man. He's really good like that. Man. So I want to see him with a point guard playing heavy minutes. I think you'll see a different player.
1: I agree with you, and not, and not yeah. that I think that Obi's is is you know a bad player. Like you said, he needs a point guard. I just feel like Cam fits. I feel like Cam fits more seamlessly, especially with Randall being here.
0: Oh no, I I, I think Cam to me. I've been saying this. Cam is number one option talent. He yeah. really is. He's number one option talent. He just needs that. You know, he, if he gets treated like RJ got treated for the first three years, Cam would be better than RJ. I think. I think he'd be that good because. He's got that kind of talent, man. He's just really
1: an talented, you know, a basketball player. Yeah, it's possible. It's definitely possible, man. He just he needs. It's it's funny because I feel like Obi might be the safer choice if you're going with a guy who can, you know, who's not going. He's going to give you something, but I feel like Cam's, Cam's ceiling is a little bit higher. I don't know if if you get rid
0: of him. Randall, you both of them will get a lot of time. You get rid of yeah, Randall. you're right. You're right about both that. those
1: guys get a lot of time. Man. He, you know, you're right about that. You're definitely right about that. All right, that is our show. I'm, I'm, it's time to wrap it up. I have yes, sir. Tomorrow. Me all right. too. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. All other content creators, they don't have jobs. What I do? All right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Nah, nah, nah. So I, I got my day job. Time. The day <laughs> job plays the bills. This is fun. Yeah, yep. Somebody asked me one. Yo, yeah, you, you, This is what you do. I was like, no. Yeah. If it grows that big, then bills. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right.
2: Exactly. Until that but, time comes, where we're big enough, we need a pay get, bills. Let's
1: get let's get a hundred thousand subscribers, and then JL is full time. Exactly. Exactly. Then you know what to do. Give us. Give us. Give us a hundred thousand subscribers and super chats, so and we're good to go. Are you? Yeah. I'll I'll be as much as you want me to be. Right. Yeah, exactly. you know, All the graphics and the stats and extra players that I'll have in here if I have oh no. Oh my god, yeah. crazy! All right, it'd be scary. <laughs> I'm doing this on my off time making, <laughs> gra- making my own graphics and whatnot. <laughs> <Gee>. <laughs> all right, man. All right, bro, raw man, let them know where they can find you, sir. Please let me just
0: put it this way do not look for me on Instagram, you'll be disappointed. So it's going to be Twitter, Raw Hebrew Remedy on Twitter, and Raw Hebrew Remedy on YouTube. Because I was just saying, I hardly look, I got an account, but I hardly look at it. I don't even, I don't even relate to Instagram. So
1: just look for me on YouTube and Twitter. All right, all right. You heard the man, find him on YouTube and find him on Twitter. Ryan, where can they find you, sir?
2: You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sirg is
1: Chillin'.
2: It's S I R G, and you can also find me on Instagram at Sir G's Corner, where I talk sports and Knicks talk. I'm on a hiatus right now because I'm kind of busy, but once the busyness dies
1: down, I'm gonna get back to that. And you can also, you can also find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. Righty, then you already know, man. You get, you get, you get the merch, man. Get the merch at show.com slash catalog. You find us on Nick Time Show on Twitter, the Nick Time Show on Instagram, and the Nicket Time Show on Facebook as well. To read those articles. And you can listen to us in all podcast forms. SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, all that noise. You can find us all those places. Definitely check out the latest article by uh by Ken. I'm about to read this episode. You see, you see how bad they treat me, Ryan? You see what they're writing about me? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i did read it earlier i
2: was like the disrespect the disrespect the disrespect, the disrespect
1: how dare you ken <laughs> i'm gonna just read i'm gonna just read y'all i'm gonna just read y'all what ken wrote wrote about your boy all right I'm gonna just read y'all that fool right that. shout out to tell him because t- our guy tell him who calls and he, he he's he's on the that's his little video right there when i look for topics to write about I think what are important storylines that are not being discussed by the media? Because what is the point of reading an independent content creator's blog if all you're going to get is the same hot takes? I I agree with you, Ken. So when I went to the Nick of Time post-game show after the win against the Blazers to discuss my article, Fan Needs to Trust the Process, I was surprised to hear a caller named Jason rip into me. (laughs) <laughs> he was furious that I wasn't blaming Coach Thibodeau enough for the team players. Jason even asked if the if the T and Ken T short for Thibodeau, which I found <laughs> hilarious. But Jason spoke for the majority of the fan base, as well as Mr. J. Ellis, who played Fournier style defense, but I was getting torched by Jason. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh,
3: shoot.
0: Oh man. Oh my god. Shots fire. That's a, oh, no, god. that's original. That was, that's original right That
1: there. was yep. funny. That was funny. Shout out to my guy Ted Ken, man. I picked him for an editor for a reason. He's 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 great, man. I love the work you do, man. For sure. But uh um, nice definitely check nice out the articles on the Nickotashow dot com. And um Read all Ken's work and Mikey's work and anybody else who, who writes for the show. And shout out to Ryan G., the original blog writer for the Nick and Time show.
2: Oh, he. I, I, I need. I, I need. I need to get back to that. Yo, get back, a, son. A, get back in the game, whole, bro. I have a whole. I have a whole portfolio of articles I've written, and it's like hundreds of articles. It's like I haven't got it. I haven't got it back to it for like two years. or so oh I'm like, God. yeah. I, need, I,
1: I was like, I really need to get back to it. Son, come back Dang, like Ryan Jordan. We're in the four or five, man. Get in the game, son. Word. Get in <laughs> the game. Get in the game. Oh man. Oh man. But shout out to Ken. Shout. Shout out to Mikey. Shout out to, to Fritz. Shout out to everybody else who's rocking with the show who, who supports K.O.T. And, and yeah, it's and Raw 2 and Roy and Ryan and The Callers. Shout out to all you guys. That is our show. And, as always, Shout out to World wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here, all right? That is our show. We are out of here.
3: New York, New York, big city of dreams I'm oh, coming, coming, coming straight out, out New York, New York, big city of dreams